Bacon, lettuce, cheese, ham, hocks, please. Thick cup <laughs> super sharp cheddar. On a piece of bread, makes me feel better. He, he, What song he. is this? <laughs> That's a song one of my friends in high school wrote. I don't know how much I should talk about that. Hey, hey buddies, welcome, welcome to, to the, the Bible, Bible study. study, the only time where the terms God and stoned actually lead to a good time. If you haven't listened before, awesome! We are a couple of former Christians, and what we like to do here is hash out what more realistically could be happening in these Bible stories. And ultimately what these characters might have been experiencing while living through all of this. Because we still know that there are great spiritual takeaways in this big book. But those have been muddled in way too much dogma for 2,000 years now. So, feel free to get your Bibles out, follow along. Or like in church, just listen and take our word as fact. Her name's Mary, my name's Justin. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we get into it? I'm recording now. Um, but yeah, I've been missing out on this whole underground bagel scene. It's not even underground, it just felt underground because I didn't know about it. And I love bagels, they're my favorite breakfast food. You can do so much. You can make a sandwich. You can put sausage. You can put mm -hmm. you can put bacon, eggs, cheese, cream cheese. What all the things you can do with cream cheese, man? There's a lot. <laughs> Reminding me of, a lot. of of all the the shrimp in Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what are you having? This is Pear Herrera by Monster Extracts. It's actually, um. Oasis, but they monster is who makes Oasis. Um, okay. I like the Oasis ones because they're flavored. They taste yummy. So tastes like pears. The, yeah, I think you had. Oh no, no, you at my birthday you had the um the breeze can of thing yes! that was like what? Yeah. Oh my that god. That was so yummy. Maybe I, I don't should know have why it was so yummy. Well, because it's breeze. I know. It was um yeah. Oh my god, if you guys don't know, Breeze makes their own carts now. They're uh, Breeze Canna, and I was shocked because I went into the the local dispensary, the one I used to work at, and I thought they were just carrying regular Breezes. Nope, they're carts. They're carts. <laughs> they're not as flavorful as like a regular nicotine Breeze, um, and they don't have that, yeah. that cooling mentholness, which is fine. I wasn't really expecting that, but... I was curious about it before trying, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's tasty. It's really smooth. It's pretty discreet. I mean, if you if you hit carts, you'll be able to tell because there's like a little window mm -hmm. where you can see in, so you can see how low it's getting, and it does say "canna" on it. But, but like, I mean, no one's gonna know. Yeah, if you're just they walking just see down the bright the color and think, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just nicotine. That's all. Absolutely, it just looks like a regular breeze. It's pretty cool. It's the same size and everything too. Oh, I thought it was a bit bigger. Well, I guess I'm thinking of the bigger ones because they have the regulars and then the big, the big ones. Oh, okay. And that's what I used to get. Okay, I haven't even mentioned what I had today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was it what was the brand that you gave me? Elevate. Levitate. Levitate. It was one of those two words, and I was yeah. So the the levitate wildberry runts. Yeah. Which I was. Not planning to try it on the show because it's, it says that it's an indica, but then I just tried it and I, it didn't like make me sleepy at all. It was like I stayed up until like three. Dang, <laughs> that really kept you Because I, I, so Levitate is um, is Urbana's house brand. Oh, so they they were doing gummies and stuff. I didn't know that they were doing carts until i went in and i was like i know these are gonna be good <laughs> yeah i think we've had the gummies before yeah yeah for sure yeah. sweet we got that rolled up nicely that means it's time we refer to the bible our current study follows a possible chronological order of jesus's ministry throughout the gospels of matthew mark luke and john this is episode number 
21. Now let's start this by remembering what happened last time. So he ends up going to this feast, and he goes late because people want to kill him, and you know, he begins, he, he's teaching, and they have this whole dispute over whether they're his words or God's words, and, and uh, you know, nobody, again, nobody laid hands on him. It was a lot of, my time hasn't come yet, and nobody was able to catch him, and they were getting salty. And, um, um, uh, <laughs> the crowd does not know the law had gone to them before. What does that mean? <laughs> this crowd that does um, not know the law had gone to them before. That was the Sanhedrin, like, talking down about the common folk. Oh, okay. And then. <laughs> then what? Then in chapter eight. We talked about a woman who got caught in the act of adultery, and basically they were all like, this bitch is going to get stoned. And then Jesus was like, all right, bitch, the first one without sin can cast the first stone. And they all just kind of left. And uh, Jesus was all like, they didn't condemn you and neither do I. You're loved. We all sin. That was a good heartwarming story. Oh. I liked that one. So then so then after the the lady got not stoned? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after she got not stoned. What, what happened after that? The Pharisees were harassing Jesus again and mm -hmm. Yeah, basically he's just calling them out. He's like, "Y'all don't listen. Mm -hmm. You don't listen to anything and because of that you're just going to die in your own sins." They called him a demon. Yeah, when aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they were also getting all butthurt because of their father, Abraham. And clearly he was not from Abraham. Yeah, Abraham Shmabraham. Yeah. Babraham. Babraham Lincoln. One time, uh, me and my friend Michael, I don't know, there was some other people too. There's this D&D &D night at... Uh, a brewery around here and so we dressed up as characters and went into play and michael was uh, a cleric his holy symbol was a giant of like wooden penny oh my god on a neck like it was a necklace and his god's name became abraham lincoln oh my yes. god that's fantastic i love that so are you ready to like for the next stuff i'm ready I'm ready. I'm ready. The first section is John chapter 9. It's just all of it, verse 1 to 41. So Yeah, dude. I, I don't know how long time has passed. It's just at some point they're wandering again, it says. Yeah. Going to somewhere. No, it doesn't really tell us where they're going. And then, and then they find a uh, a man who was supposedly blind since birth. And they're like, all like his disciples and everything. Oh my God. Did he sin or did his parents sin? Or where did this sin come from that could make that happen? And Jesus is just like, well, well, neither. There's no sin. All that means is like, he needs some help. So come on, let's just stop finding where to blame and help him. Yeah, for real. Well, then... Jay tells him that he just doesn't have time for this because he has to do the work during day and he can't work at night. Yeah. But don't worry, he's the light, so it's always day around him. Yeah, for real. It's always day around him. That's that's when so he goes over to help him. He spits on the ground instead of, you know, just directly on the man's face or whatever like mm -hmm. before. Yeah. And then he falls it up, makes some clay with Ugh. all the little rocks and everything Gross. in there, all the gravel. And just it rubs it into the guy's eye. And I thought Blind Guy's Eyes was a great band name. Okay. I dig it. Blind Guy's Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's excellent. So someone take that. And it's like, okay, now go to this pool and, you know, wash up. Gross. I don't know, man. I truly don't know on this. I feel like there's a lot more research I I want to do on it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. 
because I just don't, I just, the mud in your eyes is never a good idea, ever. So what makes it work? Okay, I should have done this before, but give me one second here. What? I gotta do a Google. <gasps> I just want to understand the, the science behind it. I don't understand the science behind it. Okay, but now I have questions. Because somehow in that search, I found an answer saying, no, John 9-2 does not teach or imply reincarnation in any way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so John 9-2 says, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, um, that he was born blind? So I can see how that would imply that. I actually like that and didn't consider that. Did this man sin in the last life? That caused him to be blind in this life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're you're supposed to not have sin when you're born. Yeah. And that you can only get this sort of blindness from sin, so... I just... Right. But it's like, if his parents sinned, why punish the innocent? Their child. Yeah. Yeah. Because the innocent hasn't even been born. If they're literally born with it then they had to have been born with sin if it's their fault, you know? Either they were born with mm -hmm. sin or an innocent was punished for someone else's actions. Is That's their discourse, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dang. Mm. Yeah. You shouldn't stick mud in your eyes, kids. Don't put mud in your <laughs> eyes. But I mean, isn't makeup just types of mud? Depends on what kind of makeup you're using. I don't use that shit. Everything comes from the earth. Plants. The makeup I use comes from plants, not dirt. Mm, but it's still of, of the earth, so... I'm fine with plants. I'm not... There are plenty of plants that are fine for your for around your eyes and stuff. But, like, I'm not putting yeah. mud into my eyes. And I cannot, in <laughs> good conscience, recommend anyone put mud into their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. But he sends him to a pool. It's it's the pool of Siloam, which is another one of these pools where people go to get healed or seek healing or just be near water because they are disabled and want to be able to know they have water to drink. Yeah. Um, so a, a man goes there, and then so whether or not he just washed it away himself or... Jesus was like, hey, I do the first part, and then these people over here, they'll help you out with the rest of it. And like, someone else did something. I don't know. Yeah. But he could see. He'd never been able to see it before, and now he can see. Wow, man. Can you imagine what that would be like? No. I try to. But I don't... Yeah, to, to not have one of your senses your entire life and then suddenly have it. Mm -hmm. And also, people who... Um, don't have one of their senses typically have heightened other senses or at least another sense is heightened. So I wonder how that would affect him too. Because mm -hmm. like, what if he had like really good hearing? Oh, I'd say this guy had good hearing. Yeah, I bet. Just interesting to think about. Because these are, you know, we're, we're reading this text that says that these are real people. Whether or not they're real, mm -hmm. I like to think of them as real and humanize them. Because that's how they're intended to be. And I feel like it's so easy to think of them as just these characters and forget that. Well, I think John tries to do a good job of of uh, making, like, humanizing all, like, his uh, background people and everything still. I think so, too. I don't think it's an author problem at all. I think it's a society problem. I think we as a society yeah. view them as these, you know, these characters. So it's hard for us to see them as humans. Anyhow, he can see, and no one could believe it, so bad that the Pharisees take him some other guys. The townspeople took him to the Pharisees to be questioned. And then Pharisees were salty as fuck. Uh, yeah, they were. <laughs> and half of them were like, oh, he's good. And half of them were like, no, he's bad because yeah. it was the Sabbath. <laughs> How dare you work on the Sabbath, you motherfucker. You fucking healed this guy. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> That's basically what they're saying. 
Who the fuck uh-huh. healed you? This is not okay. This is unacceptable that you can see right now. This is Saturday. How dare uh-huh. you see? <laughs> uh, I have a... Like, they were mad about him for doing work. He's like, because he healed someone. My Bible note goes in. And it has, like, some technicality that's trying to be like, actually, the work they were mad about was Jesus making the mud. Oh, my gosh. So... Okay, so then it has to be, like, some medicine mud or something he's, like, actually preparing, like a pharmacist or something. It's not, yeah. Otherwise. It's not real mud mud. Okay, let me see if I got anything here. My note is, it is unclear why Jesus made mud and put it on the man's eyes. (laughs) There may be an echo of God's creative activity in Genesis 2-7. The creator is now mm-hmm. recreating. That feels like a bit of a stretch. They just didn't know what to say. Yeah, because is he? What is he creating? Eyes? Did he just not have eyes? Maybe, maybe not eyes. Maybe the cords that connect the eyes. You know, maybe he just needed mm-hmm. those. Hmm. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. What know. What happened to the cords? Why weren't they there? He was born without him. That's why he was born <laughs> blind. They go back and forth on like that, and they ask him what the Pharisees asked the f- f- formerly blind man. That's they what don't I name call him. him. Why don't they name him? I don't know, but I I referred to him as either <laughs> formerly blind beggar or FBB. <laughs> I did uh, FBM. <laughs> At one point, I had Fobel man like. <laughs> Uh, I I want to figure funny. out what Fobelman's superpower is at some point. His superpower is getting talked over because nobody ever fucking listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah, they they asked him what he thought about Jesus. He's like, oh yeah, he's totally a prophet. Like, who else is gonna do this? And they're like, eh, you were never blind. We're gonna talk to your parents, Sonny. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. We don't trust you, so we're going to go to your parents. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just so silly. It's so mm-hmm. silly. Honestly, like, at this whole part with the Pharisees, and we'll get into a little bit more, but, like, it just, like, have you ever just dealt with someone in your life and, and you're watching them just, like, actively make all these horrible decisions? Because they have this idea in their head, and they can't see anything but that idea. And they're just imploding on themselves, and everything around them is just tumbling. That's what's happening, the Pharisees, right now. They will not fucking accept it. They will not listen, or even humor it. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. They don't have to even accept it. They just won't listen, because their way is the only way. And that is some bureaucrat bullshit (laughs) what makes it bureaucrat bullshit though well because the pharisees are so heavily tied to religion but also law they Mm -hmm. their ideals are their belief system but also their law and so for anyone to possibly oppose that belief system is the end of the fucking world and because it's also law, they have legal right to be like, nope, fuck you, I don't like what you're saying. Jail. Death. Mm-hmm. Death. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, they do get his parents and bring them in. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, why are we even here? Just ask our son, he's of age. Like, you know, what? talk to him about it. <laughs> yeah, they're literally like, are you kidding me? He's an adult. Mm-hmm. Go talk to the adult man. <laughs> <laughs> I gave birth to him. He was blind. Guess what? He's not blind anymore. I don't know the fuck how that happened. Don't ask me. I'd probably get annoyed too. Just a bunch of Pharisees mm-hmm. pounding down my door. Hey, was your son actually blind? Is he a fucking liar? Is he a fucking liar? How can he see? I'd be pissed off too. Mm. Mm-hmm. What I thought was interesting was verse 22. Um, it's literally the entire verse is in parentheses in my book. 
explaining away why his parents said to go talk to him because he's an adult. It frustrated me. They said that his parents were afraid of the Jews because if anyone confesses that Jesus is the Christ, they'll be shunned from the synagogue. So it's saying that they were afraid, and that's why they said that. I feel like they would have said something Uh totally different if that was the case. Well, I can actually see them saying, like, these kind of words I could. in fear, but that definitely wasn't the first read, because, yeah, that was very confusing. It Verse 22 and mine aren't in parentheses, surprisingly. Oh. But, and it's do- it both does sound like John and doesn't, so it's like, is this something that was forced on later? I'm just a little, hmm. I don't like that they explained it away. Because I feel like... I don't either. Yeah. I think their reaction is very important to the human aspect of all of this, which is an important aspect in here. And the fact that it's being explained away with fear when it's not fear feels kind of wrong. Mm-hmm. At this point, it doesn't even seem like his parents have even realized he could see now because he was instantly taken before to be questioned about what's happening yeah and my other thing too with this is like they weren't there when he was healed or at least it doesn't say they they were there they genuinely wouldn't know so why would they have that fear that doesn't check out (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then because also like getting this how would john get this and i was like is this is Nicodemus there again? Like, how does this get back to John that he has this specific thing? Like, don't forget, they were afraid. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. Like, John wouldn't have known that. (laughs) I feel like that's a filler thing that was added. So then after all this, the Pharisees are just like, look, just give your praise to God and not to to this other guy. You know, it's God that healed, you know. Yeah, not this dude. He's like, I don't know anything about this man. I just know he made me able to see. Yeah, that's all I know. This man approached me, and now I can see. That is the extent. And it really sucks that, like, his first experience of seeing, he has to go to court. I know! What the hell? Again, they're like, okay, they they just keep asking how he was healed. And he's like, yeah, he's, no, not telling you anymore, because you don't believe me. For real! I mean, what else are you supposed to do in that situation? It's like, I already fucking told you! Mm-hmm. You gonna listen when I tell you the exact same thing? No. <laughs> yeah, I wrote in my notes um, that they were questioning the shit out of him because their minds are too closed to hear the truth, uh, to hear his truth as anything but blasphemy. This guy's on point. Like, how did he just seem like reading Jesus still? Yeah. Fobel man <laughs> is a monologue. How do we have his monologue, I don't know, in which we learn that healing someone that was blind for birth has never been done before. So Jesus has given a lot of people sight. So it's like, how rare was it for someone to be blind from birth and be cured? Like, what blindness now are we talking about here? Is it just really bad pink eye or what? Yeah, like what happened here? Well, there's lots of different things. Sin, apparently. They just think it's sin that makes you blind. Mm, yeah. But it could be bad pink eye or some sort of STI, STD. Some of those can cause you to go blind. Cataracts in the eyes, glaucoma, lots of diseases can cause blindness, diabetes, shit. Mm, yeah. So really, they could be blind for any variety of reason, even getting their eyes scratched, you know? Yeah. So if he's treating the 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 cause, what's causing the blindness, that would cure the blindness, potentially. Yeah. And then they they freaking cast him out. Yeah, I, I didn't know if that was like an exile or just a get out of our sight. The way I see it, um, I assume he's being cast out of the synagogue in the same way that they were talking about, like, if anyone confesses Jesus to be the Christ, they will be cast out of the synagogue. So my understanding with that is that means like they are shunned from the church, basically. So okay. people of the church act as if he doesn't exist. 
Okay. Yeah. But in that time, it's also like the church is the village and the government and the church are the same. So that also basically means you're not welcome in this town. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Okay, thought. but see, if, if if that were true, then that pushes more like, okay, the parents were afraid because they didn't want to get kicked out. But they again, they weren't there. They didn't know. So why would they have that fear? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they, they casted him out and diss him. And then Jesus hears that he was cast out. So he's like asking him if if he believes in the Son of Man or if he knows the Son of Man, and and mm-hmm. he's like, I, I, who is the Son of Man? And he's like, Well, you've met him, and he's speaking to you. I am the Son of Man. <laughs> Sorry, it's just funny because I picture it in like today's term, today's time, and it's like if somebody said that, I would run so fast. I would be <laughs> out of there. Like I don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> It, to me, it just felt more like a movie because it's just like, you know, hey, you like this guy? I don't know who it is. It's me. And then the guy's just like, oh, man, he starts worshiping him. And then it, the, the camera zooms in on Jesus as he says, like, some random line about judgment. And... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, I can see it. I can see it. But, okay, that that close-up I want to talk about, that that verse is... Verse uh, 39. Yeah. Do you have anything like before or for that or? Let me read that verse again real quick. Okay. I hmm, I don't fully know what I think about that, to be honest. Like, hmm, for judgment I came into this world uh, that those who do not see may see and those who see may become blind. So on one hand, I take that as... um. Like, those who appear to be, like, to have everything together, to have all the knowledge, they know all the shit. Those are the ones, you know, of the world, you know? They are actually blind to the truth, and he's here to show those who are blind to the... No, I I don't have the right words. I see where you're going with that, because it is very confusing. First, that's why I was like... Like, I just went right to Greek to see, okay, so what are we actually saying here? Because he's just here to make the blind people see and the already seeing people blind. Like, this is a... Not what even, kind of chaos? This is just a random god. <laughs> yeah. It's Loki, man. Chaos. He's just giving everyone, a like, a Uno reverse card. Yeah, an Uno reverse <laughs> card. They just have reverse and okay. and plus four wilds. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's what this feels like. <laughs> um, I did like I was going through and trying to like I have a translation that's still kind of weird and confusing, but where we're getting words for that for which see not and which see are the same exact words, which means the act of seeing. It doesn't. So it's not like the people who see and don't see. Yeah. Um, apparently the word that became Jesus just meant healer. Also, I learned that fact. Interesting. And that's just what John refers to him as always. Oh, there there was another thing in here. The word judgment, it's coming from a word crema, and it's it stems from a wrong or unjustified action, which in the Bible is also used a lot as damnation, but going through it's more of like a pity huh. pitying the people who are that okay interesting so it's like and then healer says in pity i come into this world and that seeing see and the seeing might become blind so it sounds like he's just saying this is what i do it's what i'm good at i came out like i can heal people who can't see i'm a doctor and yeah but I don't know, just the use of that, then even still the word pity in that was kind of odd to me. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, well then, from there, it seems more like uh, how unlucky I am to be in a world where lookers look, and the lookers are born blind. Like, that is that is the basis form of what the, that, that... Wow. Is. That really changes it a lot, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
Yeah, well, and then the Pharisees heard him saying this, and they're like, are we also blind? And, you know, Jesus says, well, if if you were blind, you'd have no guilt. And uh, Mm -hmm. we see your guilt remains, you know, that's what it says. So that means they're not blind. They they understand a truth to it. They understand Mm -hmm. the gravity to it, you know. I feel like this is kind of a deep moment <laughs> for for the the Pharisees and for Jesus. It is. I mean, this is this is like, you know, the salvation thing, like, you know, you didn't know and now you know. And now that you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you're you're not fully blind to this, guys. We know you know this and I know you feel the guilt. The guilt is there. Stop trying to fucking kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, did you have anything else for that section? Uh, no. 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 Okay. Yeah, that was a big one. It was a big section. Long story. Yeah. Yes, it really was. But I think like the second section is uh I don't know if this is just if this was just something that was found completely separate and then tacked in here. Because otherwise, it sounds like he's just continuing the conversation from the end of chapter nine. Yeah, that's. I was actually going to ask your thoughts on that because to me, it feels like this is just directly after. This is just what continued. I just weird formatting at some point in the filing system, and they've kept it because this is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it is still part of the same story because it ends up still on the blind man. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good point. So the section really isn't done. This this is all one big section. John chapter nine, one to John chapter ten twenty one. Yeah, damn, we're getting the full story here, all the perspectives. Yes. Wowie wow wow. Yeah. So in this part, Jesus uses another metaphor to try and explain to the Pharisees, and he's talking about the man who enters through the sheep's door. Um is the shepherd who they they know the voice of they'll follow and he leads them out one by one but the man who enters finds another way in is a robber or a thief and um and the the sheep don't trust him they won't follow him and they won't listen to him mm-hmm. and so he's you know they they didn't understand what he was trying to say so he's like okay let's get deeper let's take this same metaphor and go inside and he says, okay, I am the sheep's door. I am the one true shepherd. And the sheep will follow me. They follow what I say because they trust me. And every shepherd up to now was a thief or a robber. Of course they didn't follow them. Okay, so what good is like stealing sheep if they're not going to, if you jump a wall and they don't listen to you? Like, how are you getting? Well, apparently they're not very good thieves. Oh, okay. Oh, he was dissing all the other prophets. I guess. Well, well, I mean, kind of. Okay, because Jesus is claiming that all the other ones weren't successful yet. Because if if this if we're still at this point in this religion, then the world's still messed up. So hey, we're just going with this. So yeah. And then he's like, "This is my try. I'm going to talk myself up. Maybe I'm the one to do it." Yeah, for real. It's a very low key diss. Um, it is. But he definitely sneaks it in there. He literally says, all that have come before me were thieves or robbers. So Elijah, Elisha, Abraham, Moses, other prophets. Oh, he's dissing his own prophets. I mean, I know anybody who disagrees with what I'm saying would be like, no, he's talking about the Pharisees and the leaders of the church mm-hmm. and... Uh-huh. I get it, but it extends beyond that because what he's saying has implications. Words have implications. That's important. Otherwise, these thieves would make out with some of them because they did. They they would take away from the flock. They have, but none of them have. So then that leads me to believe that it's the other prophets trying. that They, did, they weren't able to get everybody out. Yeah. So Jesus is like, well, I'm going to use the door this time. And I'm going to get them one by one. <laughs> All of them. Okay. Um, he does have like another sheep thing though in there. But also before that, something that 
you know, I kind of knew and I was thinking about and now I was making a little bit more sense with it now, too, is that in Christianity, sheep is always a good thing. Yeah. But in a lot of old folklore or whatever, you know, um, from most places even, but like especially around the Middle East, like sheep wasn't a positive thing. You were you were calling these people idiots. Mm-hmm. Which I also find interesting because I find a lot of people who use sheep as like um, like God's sheep are also the same people using sheep as uh, like a, an offensive term or as a slur mm-hmm. in social and political settings. But I mean, Jesus does that too, and I, I I'm just uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with that. Why is he? Yeah, because it. Yeah. First of all, I think the people using it in both circumstances today don't see what they're doing in that. But also, that, yeah, that makes me uncomfortable because it's like Jesus refers to these people as sheep in that context of they're just following what everyone else is doing. But he also uses them in the context of follow me. And Mm -hmm. that's where I have a hard time with that. That just sounds culty to me. Yeah. Like, I understand the symbolism and the metaphors he's using and how it's taken. And I think that, you know, it's nice. But, like, literally as a physical person saying these things and and meaning it, it feels pretty culty. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that reminds me. I think in March or something, I just saw, like, an article about a game called, like, the cult of the lamb and you are just like a lamb just possessing other people and make like a weird sort of farm sin adventure thing oh my god that sounds pretty wild and i have been wanting to try that and i guess it's like ready now or something what's it on switch oh for sure it's probably on steam or who knows what else but i like because i was just on deku deals when i saw it oh that's right but like, but I, but I saw the just like a promo picture of it, and it's just like, oh, cult of the lamb, and then, like, it's just in this dark cave with an altar, and it's all spooky and eldritch, and it's like, honestly, wouldn't that be early Judaism? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I think you're right. Sorry, that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna have to see if this game. I'm gonna have to see if this game is on Game Pass, because then I can play okay. it for free, like Disney Dreamlight Valley. I freaking oh, love geez. that game. I just read a really horrible review for it, like an article that was just totally <laughs> shitting all over. Oh, I it. imagine it's terrible. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't look great. It's it's really good. I no. like it a lot. Yeah. Actually, yeah, dude. It's like. If Disney had a baby with Animal Crossing and, and Stardew Valley, it's literally a dream universe. It exists inside of a dream. And it's just mm-hmm. this valley that somebody dreamed up, the ruler who's missing. And it was a, pl- a place where all Disney characters could live together in harmony. And that's a huge reason a lot of people are shitting on the game is because the villains are in this too. And you can like be friends with the villains. Yeah. And... I want to be friends with some of these villains. I do too. I'm excited. A lot of people are pissed because like the base game, because they haven't released the first update yet with new characters, it shows you like what characters are available from each of the like shows and stuff or movies. Mm -hmm. And for Tangled, the only character available right now is Mother Gothel. And people are like really mad about it. Rapunzel's coming. She's just not in the game yet. <laughs> yeah, Mother Gothel still has her up in the tower. Finn hasn't come and rescued her yet. Yeah. Oh, God. See? Jeez, we'll just use there. that excuse. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. All right. Back to Bible. Uh, yeah. Okay. So th- there was the, the sheep door thing. And then... What he just? I think he just goes on a tangent spree. Yeah, he's just uh, you know like I'll lay my life down for these lambs, these these sheepies. Yeah, because I know the father, and the father knows me. 
And he knows that if he gives me life, I'll just do it again. Yeah. So, yep, he kind of goes on a little tangent there about sheep and himself and, and the father. Loses his point. So, of course, this caused more division among the Jews. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Some were calling him a demon and saying he's insane and how are we listening to this crazy man? And the others were saying, okay, but like he still healed this blind man who was born blind. Like, do you really think an oppressed yes. man could do that? So there's a lot of division happening. There was already division happening and now there's more division happening. Jesus has come in and caused chaos, mm-hmm. but what's new? Sometimes we need a little chaos to shake us a bit. I think that, uh, do you got anything else for that? Uh, I don't, no. Well, that's it for John for a little while, huh? Yeah, it is. Now it's Luke for a while. All right. We got a little chunk of Luke today. Yeah, we just got uh, short things. Um, So then it's uh Luke chapter 9, verse 51 to 56. Again, it was just like a, another, for me, like a, and it came to pass. So who knows when it, this was just. While Jesus was headed towards Jerusalem, he that's where he had his, his face set to. And he sent some disciples ahead. They entered a Samaritan village and they were getting ready, you know, making his arrangements and stuff. Um, but he like, it was just not received. They were salty. Because he had his face set on Jerusalem. And the disciples were like, they were like, you want me to lay down some hellfire? I, I, we're ready. We're ready, Jesus. We will do this for you. And Jesus just, you know, he just is like, no, fuck it. This isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And I think there's like a lot of value in being able to move on and not be like so worried about changing someone's mind about you. Because that's kind of what he was doing there. Like, they had this bad mindset about him, and they didn't want to deal with him. And rather than, like, staying and trying to change their minds on it, he was like, nope, let's go. I don't need this. Mm -hmm. They don't need this. (laughs) I I think that's good. It's a good lesson. It is. Okay. But Luke mentions that it was James and John specifically that that wanted to burn them like Elijah. Yeah. 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 James and John. So now we're getting a little a little bit of an insight onto John in this whole situation. And John is supposed to be like super close to him. Yeah. John's supposed to be his his pal, the good boy, you know? He's not supposed to be raining mm-hmm. down hellfire. Well, and then as they're Sorry, did you have more on that part? I, I don't have anything for that, so uh oh. yeah. No. I, I just realized I was going into the next the next part, though, uh, Luke, now 9, uh, f- verse 57 to 62. To me, some of this just feels contradictory to his morals and values that he holds. Like, so, okay, one of the disciples, or I don't even know if it was a disciple. It just says one of them said to Jesus, I'll, I'll follow you anywhere. And Jesus basically is like, well, I don't have a place I call home. I... You know, I'm not going to stop or go back for anything. But but do you remember talking about this already? Yeah. In Matthew? Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so it either happened when they were going across the sea, when they were trying to do something, whatever, they had to leave. The, the pigs, yes. Yeah, That's the pigs. where it was. Otherwise, it's just happening while Jesus is wandering around the countryside like and i don't know where this is supposed to be because i was looking this up and it's like everything agrees that is talking about these same exact events but we were talking about that like six episodes ago yeah i remember talking about it and leave the dead to bury the dead i don't like that (laughs) yep oh that feels pretty harsh you can't pretend that the people you love don't exist Mm-hmm. they're always going to exist and you're always going to have a place for them in your heart as long as you love them it's when you stop loving them that you can leave the dead to bury the dead because that means those people are dead to you but for for the dead bury their dead thing apparently a lot of belie- people believe like it's 
this guy's dad wasn't dead yet. He oh. was going to die soon. And he's like, hey, I'll join you. But, you know, something's happening with my dad. And let me be here. I'll join you after that. And he's like, I'm leaving now. There's This is the time. It's now or never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Because the next guy, he talks about how he wants to say goodbye to his family first. And Jesus basically tells him, like, there's no room in the kingdom for people who look back. And that's basically, like, that's his response. <laughs> well, and that's because um, we're getting, like, very deep. Jesus already has his death plan figured out. He really needs to focus. It's like, it is fine if you have a family to care for go and stay with them but if you're with me you can't if you're with me right now you can't hmm yeah i mean that's still i think that's still harsh whether it's rude or wrong is besides the point it's still harsh yeah mm -hmm. i don't i don't necessarily think he's wrong like i mean he's got his plan he's sticking to he's got his timeline he's sticking to he needs to move and if the people who want to come with him can't fit that then they can't come. Mm -hmm. It's harsh, and so, like, but it is. It is. Sorry. It, <laughs> it is, but I mean, he'd also be saying this to like, it'd be someone like he really knows who's really been working. Like, because these were people saying they would be apostles mm -hmm. with him. So knowing like they would have like a good rapport lessens it for me too. Because they already know like Jesus is just, he's the friend that's like, he's an asshole. You got to get used to him. <laughs> yeah dude well i guess that's my issue with them is his word choice because yeah. i don't think he's wrong he's not wrong yeah he's just being an asshole about how he's saying he doesn't have to yep. be an asshole about it <laughs> <laughs> that's why he needed to get some other people who could like give him softer language yeah so much for he meets you at your level <laughs> <laughs> you say so <laughs> if i say so me? But I mean, that was that was it. Yeah, that's it. We finished. That's the reading, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from us here first on on this podcast. This two thousand year old text. Heard it first here. So, did you have a favorite part, though? I I'm gonna say two. I had an impactful part. Part. Okay. Um, my impactful part was. Luke nine fifty six, uh, well I guess fifty five and fifty six, but like I I liked that because the people didn't want him there, they didn't want any part of it, and instead of fighting it and trying to change their minds, he was like let's let's just go. This isn't where I'm gonna be right now. It's not mm -hmm. where I'm supposed to be right now. Let's go, move on. That's just an important lesson. It is like. Be where your value is is seen. Be where you can be appreciated. Like personally, I th that's just a a sin of mine is trying to make people like me too much. I want people to like me. I want to understand why they don't like me. Change their mind. Let them know I am not this thing that they think I am. And yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah, that's totally been a thing. So, I like that. I think it's a good lesson, and I probably you know like pulled that out of my ass and that has not you know it's literally just they moved on <laughs> but i just think that's a good lesson so that was my impactful thing but i think my favorite was just i i really enjoyed john 9 but especially like when they went to the the uh fbm fbb whatever you want to call him uh to his <laughs> parents house and they were just like <laughs> questioning his parents because they didn't believe and his parents were just so blunt. Oh, did they go to the parents' house? I don't know if they went. They just said, mine just said that they called his parents. And I'm like... Yeah, I thought that meant like they sent out some, some other Pharisees to go bring them in. Maybe. Either way, regardless of whether they dragged them out of their house or went to their house, like, I would be salty about that. Uh -huh. The whole thing was just kind of funny to me, just how they responded, like... <laughs> He's a fucking adult. Go ask him. Why are you dragging me out of my house? <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I yeah, that was probably my favorite part. I thought that was funny. 
Yeah, that was that was a wonderful part. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Do you have a favorite part or an impactful part? Like, you know, I want to know more about like what exactly this clay was. What like it's just random mud or or what? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm definitely interested to know more about that mod he made as well to understand that a bit better. Mhm. Oh yeah. Thanks for tuning into this episode and thanks for being patient cuz I know our episodes have been coming out a little wonky lately. I have been very busy this Libra season, which is coming to a close. So, happy end to Libra season to all of you folks out there. It is my favorite time of the year to shine as a Libra. How how do you shine as a Libra? Um, you know, what, what do you do it? Like people just tell me I glow. So, I don't know. It's just a, a, a vibe, I guess. Nobody tells me I glow. Oh. Well, maybe you should dye your hair bright purple and blue, and then they'll tell you you glow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if I did? What if you did? It would be dope as fuck. I'll help you. Anyhow, you you keep going. Yeah. Well, thanks, you guys, so much for being patient. We really appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you later. See you, pals. Bye. Hey buddies, Mary here. If today's episode sparked something for you or you have questions for us, send us an email at thehighpriestbiblestudy at gmail.com. You can stay up to date on new episodes and merch releases through Instagram or check us out on Facebook if that's more your style at The Hybel Study. That's at the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. Just to keep you on your toes, find us on Twitter at The Hybel Study. That's spelled the H-I-B-L-E study. Check out our subreddit, r slash the high priest, for references to some things that we've talked about in various episodes, as well as some memes. We also have a threadless shop, shop.thehighpriest.show. There's almost always new merch popping up there, so be sure to check back regularly. If you want to and can responsibly donate, but have enough merch, buy us a coffee. Buyusacoffee.com slash the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. You can donate once, or you can choose to donate monthly. Money donated helps us to improve the show and make it better for you as the listener. Or, if you want to just make it all that much more simple, all of these links are on our website, thehighpriest.show. Every link I've already mentioned, as well as some different platforms that you can listen to the show on. Rate us and leave us a review, we'd love to hear your feedback. And don't forget to subscribe so that you get notified of new episodes directly from the platform that you listen on. Besides, it's that much easier to share with your friends when it's at the top. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you, and I'll catch you in the next episode.